Welcome, welcome, welcome to Closets Are For Clothes. You are listening to CBN FM Ann Arbor. This is Gabe Javier with... Dan Birds. I caught him with his pants down. You figuratively, did! Figuratively. <laughs> and we also have the gorgeous, beautiful Kate Runyon. Hello, everyone. And we're, we're running support. Our athletic supporter tonight is Hyatt. How are you doing, Hyatt? Oh, he, he's doing good. So, so you're listening to Closets Are For Clothes, so if you're looking for the sports show, um, it's this is the sports show. Absolutely. <laughs> exactly. We're very sporty. We're sporty. Yeah. Um, I'm sporty. Yeah. Kate is sporty. I love the polka dots, by Thank the way. You very Absolutely. So, we were in mid-stride talking about American Idol. We were. So, that's where we'll start oh our journey my tonight, gosh. my friends. And they did show tunes last night. They did. They did Andrew Lloyd Webber, who is excuse a me, big gay bobo. Me. So, Andrew Lloyd Webber. Okay. So anyway, so he first of all, Sir Andrew Lloyd Webber, I know you listen, but mm-hmm. I gotta say you were awkward as all oh, get out. Oh, absolutely. He was awkward. Yes. Okay. Like I, I think that if you got him and Elton John in the room, you could roast some marshmallows. <laughs> so it was rough. I'm not. Because they're hot. Uh, <laughs> yes, because they're hot. Well, that's I think Andrew is uh, Sir Andrew is uh, is more behind the scenes person. I don't think he's one of the folks that gets up in front and uh, and does the musical numbers. Thank yeah. Jeebus. Yeah. Okay. So so let's talk a second about American Idol. Ay ay ay. Okay. Well, so the opening number was amazing. Saisha. Uh, Saisha was fabulous. She was in her element and she looked H O T T. Absolutely. She so hot. Oh, yeah. And that's the first time all season that I've actually liked her. So I oh, think okay. she'll be fine. But let me tell you something about Jason Castro. <laughs> what? Uh, I love game? Jason Castro. Oh, but I think he's and going he tonight. crashed in. No, don't say that. <laughs> don't say that. Oh, my God. Well, it's either. Can I tell you something? First of all, I am a Hillary Clinton person. This is me, not WCB and FM. This is Gabe. Uh-huh. I'm a Hillary Clinton person. I was more enthralled 
with American Idol than than the Rich Hands. <laughs> oh, no. So, you need help. You need, but you can still vote, so you're probably quite American. Oh, I voted like a dozen times, just like I do in the presidential election. So <laughs> oh. a dozen times. So so so. Firstly, Jason Castro, call me. Secondly, <laughs> um, he. It was not. Wait a minute! I hear the phone ring. What? Oh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, it's like I don't hear the phone. <laughs> um, so, secondly, Jason Castro was out of his element. He, well, but they all sucked. They all sucked. Not all of them. Okay, a lot of them sucked. Okay. Yeah, most of them did, but most not of them all did. of them. But like, you're like, oh, you're making Ando. You're a pop rock star. Here, have a huge diva song yeah. from Broadway. <laughs> Poor Jason Castro. He's saying "Memory" from Cats, right? And that was a really bad choice. It was, and he's like, incredibly bad. I love the part when he's like, I didn't know it was sung by a cat. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I'm like, oh, sweetie, just crawl into bed right here with me. I will take care of you. Oh, and especially so, when even Andrew Weber was trying to say, uh, like, okay, now this is someone who has been like, who is very, who's lived many, many, many lives, who's right. done many different things, and he just gave him this like look of like a Poor cat does Jason to you, Castro like, what? like I, I don't get it. So yeah. it's sung by, I'm still back at the part where it's sung by a cat. So he sang it, and it was pretty much the worst two minutes of the show. Oh my gosh, um, yeah, it was, it was a train wreck that's the for worst sure. two minutes of the show until the next contestant came up oh my god so this is brooke right brooke white um brooke white and she um what does she sing she's saying uh oh i can't remember the, the name you must love me yeah from from avita yes so um she sang it and then stopped yep didn't she forget her words she forgot yes. her words and started again again so yeah. so while while jason castro provided me the worst two minutes um, Brooke White provided me with the the second worst two minutes. Oh, the was, most awkward. It was horrible. Yeah. And you know it was bad because Paula Abdul at the end. She even she she's always like she she'll listen to screeching owls yes. and she'll be like, "You found your voice," you know, yeah. something like that. <laughs> exactly. And look she's good. always positive. <laughs> but Paula was like, "Don't ever start and, and stop, stop a song." <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh, Paula Abdul." Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wasn't Simon positive about her start and Simon was, was like, yeah, she was like, uh huh. Like she was like, oh, you know, it takes a lot of confidence, it takes a lot of guts. But you know what? I think that Brooke needs to go. Yeah. Well, you know, this is the second time she's done that. Oh, oh, it has. Yeah. In the very beginning, See, she, she started. She was playing the piano and she hit the wrong. She hit the wrong key, Ugh. and so she started again. And um, yeah, Ridiculous. so this is the second. I believe this is. She's the one that hit the second time. And I think time. David Cook also did a horrible job. Really? Yeah. He started really rough, but as soon as he got into the upper register, because yes. he did um, okay. remember. No, no, no. David Archuleta did remember me. Yeah. Um, which was amazing, and of yeah. course David Archuleta did well because it's seventeen-year-old. You know, I don't know when someone's going to tell him that he's a big flaming mo. Oh, is he <laughs> ever, ever? I mean, I mean sweetie, he is. I mean, he sweats glitter and farts pink smoke. Oh, is I mean, I mean, I believe that people should come out at their own pace. But you're an American Idol. That's like saying Clay Gakin isn't gay. Okay. <laughs> I'm so I'm so sorry. I'm sweating kid glitter. <laughs> so anyway, David Archuleta, oh my God. young man. Yeah, but you know what? That's the thing is, I, did you like how we switched it to much more of a pop type of? Uh, yeah, he went really well. Yeah. And, oh my God! And I, another awkward moment brought to you by Sir Andrew Lloyd Webber. He's like, David. Don't forget to open your eyes. Yes. <laughs> Two things. Open, open your, your eyes. eyes to and open your eyes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, um, um, Sir Andrew Lloyd Webber, congratulations, only 17. Okay. Oh, exactly. Exactly. And so, um, and David Cook, I thought was good. He's a rock star. Yeah, I, th I think he did okay. Yeah. I think he did pretty good. And I mean, I, yeah. And then but Carly. Ca Carly. Now that, now, you know what? 
I'm glad she switched because you know, the one that she did she's was... She's really good at screaming and the song that screaming. she sang was screaming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she did Jesus Christ Superstar. Uh, and yeah. I'm uncomfortable when the American Idols do a religiously themed song just because I feel like, I don't know. I just feel I'm Did triggered. she do Jesus Christ? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh my gosh, so, I think we have another idol right here in our right studio. Here? No. Yeah. <laughs> no. Dim the lights. <laughs> close, close idol. Open your eyes and open your eyes. <laughs> That's right. So, so anyway, so I'm scared out of my Oh, absolutely. Out of my gourd that my, my Jason's gonna get voted off. I do yes. love him oh so much. Oh my gosh. Um, but I think yeah, I mean the well so who do you think will be the bottom three then? Oh well. I think that because there's Jason, six of them, right? Right, Jason, Brooke, and mm-hmm. I think it'll be Carly. Yeah, because um, I, th- I, I, I agree. think that Brooke or Carly need to go. Okay, gotcha. Probably so, Brooke will be the one. Well, Brooke was in, in bottom three. I will support you, even though I think it's gonna be Jason. But I will support you and make it Brooke. <laughs> don't say that. I will seriously, seriously. I may weep into my latte oh, tonight. Seriously, oh. it'll be me, Ben, and Jerry all night. Oh. It's, it's, it's and some glitter. And That's some right. Glitter. <laughs> but you know, Jason, I know that you're listening. So if you need some comfort, just call me. Exactly. I'm available. Exactly. For you, <laughs> Dave Rachelletta. See me in three years. but um, you know the other thing I was reading about American Idol that's actually sort of like controversial that a couple of the idols that have been on in the top 12 have had recording um, deals before oh really so they have actually already had record deals no I didn't think that was the rule is you can't currently have a record deal. Oh. So David Cook and uh, I think like Christy Lee, whatever her phrase, um, Christy Lee Cook. Well, oh, she's already know. been voted off. Right, but they both had um, recording contracts. Really? So is that why they say David Cook, you are so ready to do another co- to do? Yeah. Because uh, I was wondering why they keep telling him that. I'm like, what's up with that? Yeah, I think um, it's ridiculous. So, and so, and David oh. Cook happens to be at, from Blue Springs, Missouri, which is outside of Kansas City. Oh, so okay. I've been asking people if they know him. Okay, and have they? And they're like, oh yeah, he's kind of a dork. So, whatever. oh really? Yeah. Wow. So what about his hypertension, though? I mean, apparently he's got really yeah, high blood pressure. Yeah. So I mean, is this something just because of the show, or is this like a? I think it's one of his medical condition. You know, because he has medical uh, condition. So. Okay. But um, I don't. Th- so I think the final two will be David Cook. And David Archuleta. Yeah, absolutely. David Archuleta just seems to have enough of a following that. Yeah, and yeah. I, I don't think. Hi. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> no, that wasn't about David. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it was. It was. You know, it was okay. Yes. Yes. I think it is good. I know David Archuleta will be one of the, the definitely finalists. I'm not sure if it's going to be David Cook or Carly Simpson though. Smithson. Well, ugh. well, because I don't know if, <laughs> if Shaisha. I. I. I, I Sayisha hasn't been strong enough long enough. Yeah, exactly. David Cook continues to really amaze people. Um, I think that people will like David Archuleta because he's like, you know, the boy next door. Right. And he's all giggly and stuff. He's like, hey, I see. Well, especially when they, they all came up to give him a hug. He didn't like really know what to do. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. Oh, whatever. Yeah. So oh, he was right. like, ay, ay, ay. So, yeah. 
it's very interesting. Yeah, so I thought that was kind of a... Now, the one thing... I have to admit, though, Gabe, I have not been watching for the last, like, three weeks, so I did it all today. Draw my vacation. Oh, so you, you caught up I got caught up today. all the way up today. I That's love why how you do that. Like, you did it with the Project Runway, <laughs> yes, too. Yes, I did. Like, I have been watching in the past 12 weeks, but I have the last 12 hours. Yes! So... That's impressive. It is. It's way impressive. So you're incredible. Ooh. So you've seen them grow up. You've grown up today Absolutely. Absolutely. So I, the one thing that was about... And I'm a little delayed in this, I have to admit. Mm-hmm. Michael John's leaving. Eh. Totally stunned me. He should have stayed. Yeah, I mean, I didn't say. I don't think he's going to be the winner, but I think no. he. It was too soon. Well, you know, the, what about the stripper, David Hernandez? I would have liked to seen him. Like maybe you I'm know, sure what, if he would have gotten some, <laughs> you know, really a little desperate, he might have taken his shirt off. It would have been more interesting. You I know? mean, you know, certainly used to it. And we'd have much more <laughs> gossip to talk about. That's you know? right. Something you know. tells me his voice isn't his only talent. <laughs> oh, really? well, yeah, he he's got a nice face. <laughs> That's uh, oh, I didn't even know he had a face. So. Um, so anyway, but you know that the top twelve they they have this touring thing. They do a tour yeah. at the end of the year. So mm-hmm. brought to you by Pop Hearts, and so <laughs> and so I think they're all pretty much set anyway. But, yeah, um, absolutely. I mean, my parents d- insisted that I vote for. Oh, we have a phone call. It might be Jason. If that's Jason Cook, I swear to Jesus. You mean Jason Castro? Jason Castro. Whoa. Oh, Jeebus, rather. <laughs> um, my my um, my uh, parents insisted that I vote for um, for Ramiel. Really? Uh, Malubai. Because uh, Ramiel is uh, a Filipina. Ah, and yeah. And so she was all like, you better vote for Ramiel. She's one of your people. And <laughs> like, She's one of my people. She's from Florida. But I liked her story, <laughs> though. But I liked her story. I you mean, know? whatever. She couldn't hold a tune. Uh, well, she was her and David were kind of close, though. Ugh, whatever. You know, so. And she kind of, like, her heart was broken when David left. Oh. You know? It was. It was. So, anyway, tonight you'll hear screams. Of, of sadness if Jason Castro exactly. gets split off. Exactly. Oh. That's too bad. I mean, I mean, I guess the thing is is that I, I think one of the things that Jason with his dreadlocks, especially when Sir and, you know, Sir Andrew uh, Lloyd Webber actually said, like, you know, I've never thought that Jason would be, like, someone who's singing Memories would be um, would be a man and then, second of all, a man with dreadlocks. He thought, he said that was not what he pictured or had in mind for someone drinking, uh, you know, talking about Memories. So it was kind of an interesting... Again, and he was like, um, it's sung by a cat. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So. I love it. And it wasn't the pussycat That's doll. right. Yeah. Not the pussycat doll. <laughs> so anyway, so what else has been going on, my well, friends? Uh, well, you guys were oh, yes. busy watching the amazing adventures of the, uh, the American the Idols. American uh-huh. Idols yeah. You time. have a life. Well, well, actually, I have a work life. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and, and got it. And let's, and so, let's remind our friends where you, who... Sure. What kind of huge player you are here in the state of the mid shape well, state? Well, I am a humble but hardworking player, uh-huh. and um, <laughs> currently, right now, I, um, I have I stepped down from being uh, with American Friends Service Committee, mm-hmm. and right now I am the interim executive director of Triangle Foundation. Mm-hmm. So last night, while you all were were watching the exciting events unfold, you had an open house we, of some sort. We had a grand opening for our West Michigan office in Grand Rapids. Now wait a minute, I thought you that's been open for a while. It's been open for a while, but everything is finished. <gasps> and beautiful. So we had our, our huge uh, soiree last night. We had nice. over 200 people. Wow. It was packed. And people came from all walks of life, all different socioeconomic backgrounds. We had middle schoolers there. We had college students. We had the mayor of East Grand Rapids. 
It was an amazing event. Holy moly. And so, so the West Michigan office is in Grand Rapids, proper. It's in Grand Rapids, mm-hmm. in East Town, okay. which is the funky, cool little district of, of course. Where else Grand would you Rapids? put it? I mean, That's really right. Rapids. Exactly. And it's in a multi-tenant facility and shares space with the network, uh-huh. Okay. which is a little bit like RAP yep, here in Washington exactly. County. Yep. And, um, Their local so community center. Yeah. space. Yeah. Wow. Yes, I'm so proud of Colette, who is our Western Michigan... Um, fabulous amazing organizer extraordinaire and her light just was shining so brightly last oh, night all of her friends and folks that she's connected with all showed up so what's the difference like are there different things that happen at the west michigan office than, than the main office in detroit or are well there the are different styles of organizing mm-hmm. uh, we didn't want to do a cookie cutter office and have a detroit office in grand rapids ah. gotcha. so it's it's done in a way that will be more self-sustaining and a better match for western michigan and we've had to learn how to be culturally competent in Western Michigan and shift our styles a bit oh, yeah. to make sure that there's really a better match. I don't no, get well, it. Well, so I don't get it. I was just do, for example, <laughs> Thank you. Just try to get there. Yes. some of the announcements we might send out from our office in Detroit have an advocacy perspective that can be a bit strong oh. and not as palatable by people in Western Michigan. And so we've learned how to soften things or rewrap things a bit so that it can meet the needs of people in Western Michigan. If, if any of you guys you know, are aware of this, there are a lot of um, folks from the Reformed Dutch Church yes. in that area. Mm. And so there are a lot of cultural implications too tied in with, with that religious belief system. So mm-hmm. it makes it a little bit um, more conservative than what you might experience in Ann Arbor, for example. Absolutely. Yeah. So but there are plenty of open hearts out there and people ready to support us. That's amazing <laughs> that there's all yeah. these branches now from this from this great healthy tree, right? Yeah. So does that mean there's yeah. going to be like a UP office? That's quite possible. A Michigan office. It's quite possible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We've been building relationships over the years with some folks in the Traverse City area mm-hmm. and also in Marquette as well. And I just got wow. back from a trip to both places mm. in the past month. Oh, wow. Meet and greet and um, do a little SWAT action, which stands for nice. strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats, and yes. to find out how we could better work together. I just thought it was because mosquitoes or something. No. <laughs> it might be in the summer, but I was still there, and it was snowing. So. Aye, aye, aye. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. No so it's snow. great to be back. I'm always glad to be back in Ann Arbor with you guys. Thanks. So, like, okay, so then why is Triangle doing this big outreach? Well, we are a statewide organization, but it's important to really be systemic in the statewide work that we do Mm -hmm. and not simply come from the viewpoint of southeastern Michigan because we have different needs to meet across the state. Absolutely. And the kind of advocacy that we do, whether it's anti-violence work or political advocacy, can be applied throughout the state with many different layers. Um, So some of the work that we do in southeastern Michigan might not be appropriate for other areas. And to really know and understand other areas in Michigan, it's important to really be there and have those deep community networks, not just simply pop in when something isn't going well. Got it. And so we want to be there and be supportive in an ongoing community building way as well. Oh, wow. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, because yeah, I was just recently in Grand Rapids and oh, I have really? to admit, I was like, oh, I'm going to the scary part of the state. Oh, it's and, wonderful over there. Uh, exactly. Well, yeah. and, the, and you know, the hospitality, I have to admit, oh. was absolutely amazing. I mean, they have definitely, yeah. I mean, when I, because last last time we were talking about um, was when I was leaving, I was heading off to a conference. Um, that you helped plan. That's right, that I had oh, helped really? plan and things like Ooh. this. And so one of the things was that they, um, 
when we all arrived, we had a little blue gift bag of a bunch of like little treats and and things, just saying a welcome to swag Grand Bag. Exactly, yeah. exactly. <laughs> so it was really wonderful. I was just like, wow, nice. and just the whole event was. We went to. Uh, the um oh what is it the Meyer Gardens oh the so. Frederick Meyer Gardens they're beautiful I want to have a gay day at the Frederick Meyer Gardens oh. so if anybody's out there that can help us with that ooh that, that would be, be great. fun just Absolutely. like Disney World except Frederick Meyer Gardens yeah with more plants oh yes. beautiful and a real big stallion oh it does have you seen the huge horse there I'm sorry the l- <laughs> <laughs> did you see the last yes, stallion? I did. Yes, exactly. Okay. We took a tour. And it, it, the stallion is a stallion. Holy yes. moly. So. <laughs> yeah. I'm confused. Oh, no. <laughs> I've never been. We'll but just uh, say there are many statues, Gabe. Oh, okay, and got one it. of the statues is a very large stallion that yes. you can walk underneath. Yeah, and literally. The legs are just like a tree stump. It's amazing. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's huge. It was made by, um, oh my gosh, the famous Renaissance guy, the. Um Yes, Leonardo. Thank you very much. Yeah, we help each other out. That's okay. okay if you would have said it. Sorry. <laughs> but thanks for making me look smart. Um, and uh, but Leonardo. And apparently the yeah. story behind it is that he actually created this and then something had made a clay thing right, and then right. the city got invaded and yep. so the soldiers like destroyed it. Mm-hmm. And now it's in Michigan. Oh, no. They uh, never made it. No. So, so they... Go ahead. Yeah, they pieced all the pieces back together and the way that you do bronze casting, uh-huh, you know, you have uh-huh. all these different sections of the negative mm-hmm. and so they were able to piece everything back together and do a full bronze sculpture with all the pieces that were left And over. that was uh, Kate Runyon's ceramic diva, not oh, Kate Runyon interim that's true. executive director. That's true. <laughs> that's true. I have a background in the fine arts. So. Yeah. Many hats does Kate Runyon yes, wear. That's right. <laughs> Just all of it all together. Yes. But they've got some other interesting art out there as well. Yeah. So, oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, uh, yeah. And one of the things I learned, because they've got this, like, not life-size, but a 10-foot-tall, like, spider. Um, that someone has created or whatever. Uh, and then, of course, they decided to tell us, did you know that you're at all times you're always um, uh, within 10 feet of a spider? So I'm just I was just like in fact I was, cool. so when I got home I was looking around going okay where haven't I not dusted <laughs> no, no. nice yeah so. if you have a family too it's a great place to to take little ones too there's a whole area where they can play and run around but I have to be honest with you last time I went there you know my partner Dawn and I have been host moms to exchange students and so I was with um, our 18 year old exchange student and we played all uh. over so. It's conducive for a little uh, adult fun. Oh, as well. absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> definitely, definitely. Yeah. Oh my gosh! And then now they currently have the butterfly exhibit. So oh, neat! Like real butterflies? R- real butterflies. Oh yeah, and they're flying all around, and they'll Ooh. land on you. And uh, let's so. go, you guys! Oh, absolutely! It's a beautiful. It was really a nice break for the conference. You know that everybody went there. That was we had a reception there one mm-hmm. evening, and it was just a nice. really wonderful. In fact, it was like the weather like it is today, kind of thing. So. It was really nice. Beautiful. Yeah, I'm kind of bummed because next week I'm going up north for a couple of days for um, the leader retreat, and oh, it's yeah. supposed to be really cold. Oh, well, so cold as week. in? Well, cold as in not warm. Uh, well, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> That's snowing, right? Well, it's supposed to like rain dash snow a little bit. Like 50s is the high. You want to borrow my skis? I would. You know that I've never been skiing, and I'm afraid. I can hook you up with that. I taught my partner how to ski. So here's the thing about skiing. Wait, wait, wait. Dawn, did she do well? Are you able to ski? Minimally. Minimally. (laughs) (laughs) The thing about skiing that I'm afraid of is the ski lift. 
Because oh. I'm totally one of those people who would like, this, you're supposed to get off the ski lift, but you don't, and then you're like, play, you, you plant face down in the snow. And it's hard to look hot when you're planted face down in the snow. So yeah, you, have, you have to wear a really big ski mask That's right. so nobody yeah. recognizes you. So I'm more of a, I'm more of a, I'll be in the lodge getting the cocoa ready. Ah. So, I mean, well, there's a couple things with ski lifts. Uh, ski lifts, though, because I've also been to where there, there is actually a chair. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And then there's mm-hmm. one where they just sit on a bar. Oh, yeah. And yep. that's yeah. the one I cannot seem because then it gets my knees. And then I felt like one of my brothers or sisters has knocked one of my you know knees that I was leaning on. And then I fall back and. Yeah. Then I'm hanging from my gotcha. knees, and then you know I'm holding. Never mind. I'm just making it's, that up. But it's yeah. Intense, yeah, yeah. Dawn's believing me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she is. You know, when I was up in Marquette a couple weekends ago for for um, Easter Sunday, instead of uh, going to a local place for uh, spiritual engagement, I went skiing. Oh, ah. <laughs> spiritual um, engagement. <laughs> it was. It was spiritual for me. Absolutely. It was beautiful. And a couple students from Northern Michigan University went with me, and. We played and played, and there were six inches of fresh powder, and it was just wow. glorious. But, you know, all this snow talk, I don't want to turn our listeners off. Because no, I think that's we're all right. ready to talk about all the flowers that are blooming. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> exactly. So, so I don't know um, if you've been. So here at, at U of M, there, it's commencement weekend. Ooh, that's oh, that's right. That's right. And so there was a big deal about commencement because it's usually in the big house, Michigan oh, Stadium. Yeah. And this year, the big house is under construction. So it's in the Diag. And not, I mean, we were willing to host you. And so oh, we Eastern. were. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so we were trying to be the good guests, the good true. neighbors. So, so yeah. our, our gracious neighbors, um, uh, Eastern <laughs> Michigan, were, were willing to host us in Rainierson Stadium. Is that how you say it? Uh, right, right. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And, um, and because the senior class, God love them. Uh-huh. Um, has great pride in their maize and blue. They uh-huh. said, "Hell no!" <laughs> That's right. <laughs> exactly. They 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 declined the invitation to yeah, come. Yeah, goodness. So um, so it's in the diag, and so. Yeah. It's going to be a huge cluster. I can't wait. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> so picture this. So you've seen the diag. So first of all, they've covered all of the grassy areas with this white surface stuff mm-hmm. wow. um, to make it all like accessible. Oh, smart. Um, except like, and they're like, oh, it's not going to kill the grass. I'm like, that grass is dead. Yeah. And and it's so funny because the other day I was walking across and I saw this squirrel like running across the white. Like, <gasps> where How surreal. I know. The the squirrel was like, oh, where's my nut? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I planted it right here. <laughs> I, I put a nut right here. <laughs> it, it was yeah. sad face. And so oh, it's going to be very interesting. Yeah. So um, I, I want to I wanna go and watch it just because I, I know it's going to be once in a lifetime. Oh yeah, yeah absolutely. So are they going to have everybody make like a big peace sign, like they did a couple years <laughs> ago, or something? Do like some large mobilization. I mean, it's <laughs> huge. Oh you get a chance, gosh. folks. Don't do it on Saturday, but walk through the diag and see like how much stuff is going on because it's amazing. Yeah, it's costing them several million, million like, dollars, like two point eight. Yes, and I, I think say, that yep. it usually costs. 300,000. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't really do math, but I feel like uh, 2.8 is more. Well, I mean, they just bought an extra zero. I, I mean, mean it's just, what's one more number, you know? So <laughs> it's cool. Like, whatever. So, so, Gabe, tomorrow at 4.30, is there anything exciting happening? Um, yeah, actually, I think there is. Yeah. Well, actually, because, you know, we're talking about Lavender graduation. Oh! So, Lavender graduation is a different kind of graduation ceremony. Yeah, it's, um, it's, it's our chance, at, at least at U of M, to celebrate 
our, our LGBTQ and ally grads. And we have 27 folks going through 11th graduation. Wow. And I know yeah. that Eastern just had theirs. Yes, we did. Um, right. and, and that was amazing. And Thank it's just you. a really, really great time to... I certainly got louder. Um, a really, really great time to um, say, hey, guess what? You can be out and proud and successful in college. Right. And so it's going to be That's great. Right. So I don't know if you know Dr. Kofi Adoma. Um, oh, yeah. Dr. Kofi would be our keynote speaker. Wonderful. And so that's really exciting. And we've got um, some musical performances. And, and then we'll eat cake. Excellent. Oh, wow. <laughs> and let them eat cake? And or I will let myself <laughs> eat cake. Beautiful. Will you be dressed in lavender, Gabe? I actually will be we be um, dressed in lavender. Beautiful. Oh, wow. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. See, now, yeah. Eastern Michigan University is not allowed to call it a graduation. Right, because only the president can give diplomas, right? Right, like exactly. Oh, yeah. So, so is um, is uh, Miss Cole going to be at the uh, Mary Sue Coleman? No, no. I, Coleman, I, actually, sorry. I don't know. She might show up. I mean, other things have happened at the lab grad, but um, um, no. We and you know we wanted to do it um, and not to toot my own horn, but to toot. Um, <laughs> so you know, beep, the beep. first lavender graduation was actually held here at the University of Michigan, nineteen ninety-five. So so uh, we're going strong on on doing these because it's really important Mm -hmm. that we have this cultural celebration um, along the lines of Black Celebratory and La Celebration. To say that, you know, a system that is not often made for underrepresented um, um, minorities, underrepresented Mm -hmm. um, social identities, that that those identities can survive in the system. Well, exactly. And I think that it is something Mm -hmm. to celebrate because it is such a, I think... It is a struggle to for our community so many times to not necessarily always go through. So I think that, that there's a lot of uh, a lot of victories in, in getting that four year degree. And you know the other thing, like you know, some of these graduating seniors I know very well, and um, some of them when they first started as freshmen were not out. Right. Mm. So what a transformation. Absolutely. So now yeah. what the, they come they come in as a freshman unsure yeah. of who they are and and who they love and who to be and good examples of that. And then four years later, they're standing in front of their parents oh. and saying mm-hmm. embarrassing things. Gives me chills. It's, it's mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. It's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, so it'll be good. So if you're around, you have yeah. them tomorrow, 4.30 in the Michigan Union Pendleton Room. Ah. Yeah, wonderful. So. You know, it's so exciting in our movement to see so many more university classes that are opening up with LGBT history mm-hmm. and movement building work. Yes. And to have such a greater focus on really engaging in our own rites of passage. Mm-hmm. Right. Absolutely. So that we have this history track record to support one another and ourselves with, too. And I, I think you're yeah. absolutely right. And, you know, we it's, it's funny because we often forget that we have stuff we can celebrate. That's right. Because, you know, mm-hmm. certainly like tragedy and loss brings us together, mm-hmm. but celebration keeps us together, right? Right. So, mm-hmm. so, and, you know, it's funny because a lot of times, like, um, we, like, when something really good happens to us, we're like, we need to celebrate and we have to rack our brains. Right. How to do that. Right. And yeah. so I think that soon. soon well, you're right. Because I think we know how to handle tragedy because we've, ha- we've had to handle mm-hmm. tragedy. Mm-hmm. So we're really good at doing that. It's been endemic in our movement, yeah. unfortunately. <laughs> exactly. So. Exactly. Yeah. So I think, it's, uh, I think it's good to have a, at least a, a, a model. Mm-hmm. Uh, of of how to do also acknowledging our celebration absolutely exactly so speaking of models so I want to talk a little bit about Matt Foreman for the break oh, absolutely so Matt wonderful. Foreman just he just had celebrated his last day of a great tenure at the mm. National Gay Lesbian Task Force mm-hmm. um, so when we come back from our musical break we will talk more with Kate Runyon interim executive director of the Triangle Foundation about where we think we're going, about the movement, about mm-hmm. Matt Foreman, about the task force, and all that great work. So you're listening to Clauses for Clothes on WCBNFM and Arbor, and we will be right back. 
slap your thighs and watch the fun materialize as you sing this little song. My mother told me if I was good and that she would find me a rubber dolly. My auntie told her I kissed a soldier. Now she won't find me a rubber dolly. At three, six, nine, the goose drank wine. The monkey chewed it back on the street. And we're back. Welcome back. You're listening to Closet Stuff for Clothes and WCB and FN Arbor. I want to give a quick, quick, quick shout out if I can. Okay. I want to say hi to my friend Joel, oh. who is listening at home. Joel works in our office. And what's funny about Joel is he is actually a Florida transplant. He came to do a degree here with his partner. And he's leaving. Oh, no. <laughs> because, um, because the winter, I think, was... Uh, no. I, 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 he's, he's leaving and the winter is horrible. So it's not because the winter is horrible. <laughs> Um, but hi, Joel. What up? So, so we're back. Yeah, Listen. somebody from Florida and our Michigan went winter is not. I think the uh, it's, it's, it's you know it's like it's too much of a shift. Yes, right? yes, <laughs> exactly. Intense. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, I kind of laugh. Sorry, I'm going to make fun of Joel, but never mind. But yes, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, I just remember one time uh, I had to move somebody from mm-hmm. help move somebody from L.A. to Belleville. Now, on January 1st. Oh, ouch. So damn. I was like, that was like not even like a transition. That was like a stark, bam, you are here. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So it was something. I, I asked him why several times, That's but a, it wasn't, I, I just didn't understand. It's like us moving to Antarctica this afternoon. Right, right. <laughs> I mean, it's such a shift. Yeah. So, so Kate, yes. you know, you and I. Over the past 12 months, have yes. worked on a lot of stuff together. Really? Including, including the, the National Game Lesbian Task Force Creating Change Conference. Oh, that's right. It was and a great experience. It was amazing that it was in Detroit, the best ever. The yes, best. and they kept um, saying that, too. And still we were just, that. And, you know, it, it was it was historic because it was 20th anniversary, mm-hmm. and the last time it was in Detroit was 10 years ago. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and a lot of other awesome things happened. And, you know, we were just looking at the, we were joking because um, the next one is in Denver, mm-hmm. 2009. Everybody Russia. has to come on over. That's right. Sorry. We'll see you there. And they just announced the host committee. So mm-hmm. we will be, we'll, we'll be watching. You. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. And, and Gabe and I were just looking on the website a minute ago to see the four new host committee uh, chairs names uh-huh. and to learn a little bit about them. And um, I'm trying to figure out which one I want to be in, which one Gabe should that's, be it's so like that we can to all match up. It's and gonna, like who's going to play us in the movie, right? That's right. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> who's going to make the next best yeah, and, ever? And I'm glad <laughs> Britney Spears change. is tanning because she'd make a great movie. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, our lives are so yeah. similar. Um, so, so anyway, so speaking of the task force, so this past... What? Oh, just your similarity to Britney Spears. Your life's taking a parallel path. Parallel path. Yeah. True. <laughs> Don't cut your hair any shorter. We Jane. both had children. And by the way, start trimming down there. <laughs> <laughs> um, you're welcome. And um, anyway, so, Back so to the task this task creating change was also Matt Foreman's last That's creating right. change. That's Matt right. Foreman is leaving the task force. Yes, yeah. he is. After serving as the longest sitting executive director. Correct. To join a foundation mm-hmm. in right. San Francisco. 
Now what? Now how is he okay by by going to this other organization? Um, and it's basically similar to um, like the Gill Foundation, my understanding, or the Arcus Foundation, mm-hmm. where he is in charge of giving out lots of money and doing and getting a lot of donors to continue to have money to give out right. and things. Um, so and people keep saying this is a really great move for you. This mm-hmm. is a really great thing for you. And I'm sitting here kind of going, uh, wait a minute, he has no direct action on how this is going to work. I mean, he's not getting the national, he's not going with, you know, the National Gay Lesbian Task Force, or excuse me, the task force, mm-hmm. um, or mm-hmm. uh, the Human Rights Campaign, who has direct action in, in our country and things like this. So how is this a well, positive there, move? There are different kinds of change that happen within movements. There are social change parts of our movement, and uh, political change that needs to happen, and also economic change. Uh-huh. And so with his position shift into uh, the foundation mode, instead of being mm-hmm. an organizer, he'll actually have the capacity to help us make economic change within the movement. Uh-huh. You know, and I think the other really awesome thing is that he's going to, um, he's going to lead the gay lesbian program at the Evelyn Walter Hayes Jr. Fund. Exactly. So that's based on San Francisco, and they give more LGBT grants that's than right. any non, of any non-gay foundation in uh, the United States. They're a really amazing organization. So, I mean, that's ally building, right? Yes, it is. And I think... In San Francisco, though? I mean, come on. How many allies do we really need in San Francisco? Well, you know, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> a lot. Really? A okay. Lot. Right. And I think that, that um, Matt continues with this change to have... Um, a progressive viewpoint on where the movement is going and by being part of an organization that that gives to other organizations as well um, not just LGBT organizations he's seeing into the next phase of the movement which is more about um, all of the interconnectedness that, um, oh my gosh it's been a long day no, it's okay. I second. bet it is yes. so it's 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 more about um, how we can do multi-issue organizing and also look at the the intersections of oppression broadly in society and how how that change can be affected with economic um, resources from a foundation. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I continue to see the, the task force and the work that's done through creating change and you know comment on this too, Gabe, um, as really, really continuing to open our eyes up broader and broader in the movement mm-hmm. to say, mm-hmm. what else are, you know, are we not doing and what can we do well, so that it's not just LGBT work? And I absolutely agree. And I think that a huge part of it is being um, like a hands across sort of move because mm-hmm. we need to mm-hmm. reach forward. But we also need to remember that there are places and people who still need that foundational, how do I come out? That's right. And That's right. We need to, and you know what really bothers me sometimes, so our letters are LGBT, right? And mm-hmm. we get away from letters, even you know, where I work is the Spectrum Center now. Right, and I right. often tell people, just because you don't see a letter there doesn't mean you're not there. Right. And helping people to also see themselves in places. Um, you know, it's sort of like having policies, mm-hmm. but policies mm-hmm. mean nothing unless you are, are putting yourself behind them. And, and they're being enforced. True. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, true. I think, and, and not to quote American Idol, where if you are a singer, you can <laughs> sing anything. Um, <laughs> that you can be able to sing anything. I think that that's part of the situation is that, and I just lost it. Oh, no. But that you can be able to, um, that I think that, that if you're doing the work, if you that's what it was. If you're already doing the work and are working as a very inclusive organization or very inclusive, it doesn't really matter what letters you have or what they're mm-hmm. not seeing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, even though some people will have that reaction, well, I don't see that letter. Mm-hmm. But but I think the the bigger thing is is that I, for me is I don't care whether there is a G or not. Uh-huh. If the situation is, are we being inclusive? Right, and, and I think and there are other national organizations who sometimes act like they oh, represent absolutely. us all. 
but sometimes do oh, not. Oh, yeah. exactly. And we won't even mention yeah. HRC. But anyway, so there are... Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, but I think, I mean, that, that's one of the things is that I always look at the um, National... Because I think that that's exactly it. Um, and National Gay and Lesbian Task Force is who I look to nationally for mm-hmm. where is the movement going. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that's where mm-hmm. I was kind of shocked when Matt actually stepped down. Yeah. Excuse me, stepped over stepped that, over? Um, or right. stepped next, next to himself, I guess, is that, um, what's that? Oh, no, we're not playing a tape yet. And um, is that, uh, thank you, though. But uh, it was one of those things where I think that in listening to, and if you go to the taskforce.org, you can be able to listen to the press conference that they did um, on April 15th. Yes, it was a very mm-hmm. taxing day for everybody, not only yeah. financially, but also for <laughs> Matt just, uh, stepping over. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, and they talked about various things, like, for instance, that the National Gay and Lesbian Task Force is going to be more mm-hmm. active in California and Florida, um, that they are going to be working on aging issues, they are going to be working working on um, labor and housing and what family life is like. Um, they're going to be doing s- government surveys or doing surveys and trying to get and find out where are marginal communities and what tell us more about that so we can be able to provide more services to them. You know, it totally reminds me of this whole, that we talk and we preach and we work in intersectionality because we right. live in intersectionality. That's right. right. And you know, th- what it reminds me of is seeing, we saw Marjorie Hill two mm-hmm. years ago mm-hmm. at um, Creating Change in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. And Marjorie Hill's the, uh, currently the executive director mm-hmm. of Gay Men's Health Crisis, which is the oldest aid service organization in the nation. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's a black woman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's amazing because she said, you know, when we talk about HIV, we're not talking about HIV. We're talking about racism. Yes, yeah. We're talking yeah. about yeah. classism. That's we're right. talking about sexism. Yep. And that's exactly yeah. what it's about. So when we talk about homophobia, we're mm-hmm. not only talking about homophobia. Yes. Because, mm-hmm. you know, because homophobia and racism are best buddies. Absolutely. Yeah. And sexism. And sexism. Exactly. And they're a trio. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. A bad love trio. Absolutely. Yeah. And well, and that's the thing. So locally, with um, we uh, we look at um, the the spectrum services what's it called center Center, spectrum center Mm -hmm. that um we look to them locally like okay what is Mm -hmm. the cutting edge what is Mm -hmm. going on um and so that we try to stay in touch locally so i mean i think we have major organizations and i think that that's one of the things of what people are doing and Mm -hmm. because I think sometimes we are lost and I think we'd like, okay, so we got that one taken care of. And mm-hmm. I know what, like for instance at Eastern Michigan university, as soon as they passed the, uh, the mm-hmm. non-discrimination mm-hmm. against gender identity and gender mm-hmm. expression, mm-hmm. the whole committee just kind of looked at each other and went, okay, now what? Now you what know, it was do? like, well, yeah, it's like, now mm-hmm. what do we do? And mm-hmm. I think that, they, and they spent the, they've been spending the year trying to figure out like, okay, so what is it that we do next? And Have I you think. Have seen the movie Anchorman? No, I haven't. Okay, so Anchorman is with Will Ferrell. Uh-huh. I promise you it goes back to what you're saying. Okay, good. And so Will Ferrell plays this Anchorman from the 70s and he's like crazy or whatever. And he, someone falls into a bear pit Okay. And so he jumps in into the bear pet and he's like, I immediately regret my decision. <laughs> it's sort of like, okay, now what? Right? So we've jumped into the bear pit. Exactly. Now what do we do? Okay, exactly. it was a stretch. Thank you for coming with it me. Was absolutely. Good. Absolutely. <laughs> it was it's good. always a fun journey. I appreciate absolutely. That. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> well, one thing that I'm so excited about in this in this shift for the task force is uh, Ray Carey will be the acting executive director. Mm-hmm. And she has been stellar to work with. She's actually personally helped me um, with some coaching through the transition time uh, with Triangle Foundation with Jeff Montgomery. 
Montgomery stepping down right. and this interim year as well. And she's so grounded and so practical, but has great vision. And, great. you know, she's been part of this movement for how many years? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. she was with Well, it could be only like 10 or 15 because she doesn't look that old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but she just has an amazing energy. And with um, Creating Change, that happened a couple months ago um, when uh, Gabe and Carrie and Curtis and I, the our fellow co-chairs, um, were able to meet with her. Um, she was just stunning to work with, too. Nice. So I really appreciate um, the, the groundedness that she has in the mm-hmm. movement, but also the momentum that she builds. Nice. And I'm looking forward to uh, seeing her light shine through the next wave of the transition for the task force. Absolutely. Because they are, they're definitely doing some lot of groundwork right now to mm-hmm. be able to, so that we mm-hmm. can be able to soar. I mean, because a lot of times I've thought, aren't we stepping back with some of the things that they're doing? And then I realized mm-hmm. that, no, they're just making sure that we have sure footing. That we're really you know, solid. Sure footing, uh-huh. exactly. Uh-huh. exactly. And I really appreciate that. And I think that that's where um, I think sometimes where I'm looking at Triangle right now, mm-hmm. you know, with Jeff, <laughs> Jeff Montgomery stepping <laughs> stepping over. I mean, I think he's yep, not really stepping right. down necessarily. Right. But what, he's stepping am over. I allowed to ask you yeah. oh, I didn't ask you beforehand I'm really sorry uh, am I allowed to ask you about where is Jeff what is he doing well at this point in time he's, I mean, he's getting a lot of awards that's yeah, one that's thing he right. is definitely right. doing he's doing a lot that's of award right. ceremonies yeah. that's all I get yeah. an email now a, a couple weeks ago he received an award from the Michigan Coalition for Human Rights which is a fabulous organization serving Michigan um, I'm on the board of that and uh, Jeff brought me on to the board and uh, so he um, received a really great reward. And well-deserved, absolutely. He was just so humble about receiving. Um, So at this point in time in his life, he's moving on to some other exciting and fabulous things. And, you know, I've been prodding him for a couple years to do more work on gay panic. Yes, and absolutely. He's been an expert in that area. Yes. And he he was there with the Matthew Oh, I'm sorry, what is gay panic? Well, Sorry, it's, just it's, realized what yeah. some people may not know. That's true. I'll do my best to explain it. If you guys have anything to add, by all means, add as well. Um, it, 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 well, we've had a set of circumstances that, that have been recent in Michigan as well, where this has been brought up in a uh, case here in Michigan that concerns me a bit. But to give a little bit of a definition, um, gay panic has been used as a reason for people to hurt, maim, and sometimes kill someone when they feel that someone has hit on them or has approached them in a manner that triggers their internal homophobia. Mm-hmm. And so I have a, a, a great amount of, of concern on a societal level that um, people do react in such an intense and horrific way sometimes with if they even presume that they're being approached by somebody um, that is, a, a, this usually happens with men more than women. Mm-hmm. Women don't seem to fall into this range. Um, But there is a very uh, kind of irrational, intense reaction that can happen with men that are approached that have a tremendous amount of homophobia, where they lash out very intensely and very severely. And this has been used in the court of law in the U.S. in a variety of different cases as as a reason. Mm -hmm. Gay panic. I had gay panic. That's why I almost killed this person. Or I had gay panic. That's why I did kill this person. That's why I had to shoot this person 15 times to make sure they were dead. Amazing. Um, It's So... Yeah, that, that recently happened here in mm-hmm. Michigan as well. So it, it, Jeff just did a phenomenal job of really um, nailing the, um, the, the uh, 
Oh my God. Well, he was really good at making sure they're bringing awareness to that issue and what was, you know, and so that, I mean, I hope he does continue that because he really, I I mean, he may be tired of that issue, but I think that the problem is, is that I know he's been doing this for 15 years, I think. Yeah. He was at 16 years. 16 years Mm -hmm. that, I mean, I know, but unfortunately we're just now getting the message. I mean, unfortunately he's done 16 years of hard, Mm -hmm. hard work and now we're just listening going, Oh, Jeff had just been talking about something here. And in many ways he was, he was pre tipping point. (laughs) Yeah. issues forward in the court of law and um, really dealing so often with victim services work because that's been uh, Triangle's real core goal as an organization along with the policy work and um, I I would love to see him on the speaker circuit I would love to see something published and so I've been cheering him on to do that recently so I hope he's inspired to do that sooner or later because he has such an important voice good so where is the Triangle Foundation going then so this year has been a big transition it's going west it's It's going going west west. that's it going west it's going north (laughs) manifest destiny I hope it's not manifest destiny I hope it's more systemic and thoughtful than that that's right that's right (laughs) Um, at this point in time uh, we are going to start start a national search fairly soon Mm -hmm. and um, we're using a search agency rather than doing it internally and so that will continue to move forward through the summer months Um, my last day as the interim executive director of Triangle Foundation is the last day of September, so the 30th. And um, you're expecting somebody that quickly. Yeah, yeah, we're expecting wow. to do all this quickly. So uh, at this point in time, we've done a really good job of moving through many different layers of change within the organization and at a board and staff level. And we've kept all of our phenomenal program going and and so forth within the community and serving um, victims of uh, discrimination. And um, our policy work has continued on with great vigor. And I'm sure you've all heard about uh, Matt's Safe School. Yes. And um, moving forward. And it's in the Senate right now and slowly moving forward. We hope to uh, push that on. Um, but it, we, we have some exciting new possibilities. Okay. So, all right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I'll throw my hat into the rink and see what happens, okay. but I want to make sure that I'm the best fit and I want to make sure that triangle has the be- next best fit to go on, um, with the organization with, with where they would like to head. Right. And so, so you, oh, so I think we just heard it. I think we're breaking news. Dun, 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 Kate dun, 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 is actually dun, throwing dun, her hat dun, in the dun, dun, ring. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. This just wow. said, Kate, run yet. No hat. No. <laughs> <laughs> Naked without a hat. <laughs> <laughs> Uncovered and ready. That's right. For something. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so we'll see. I, that's, yeah. That would be wonderful. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I just have so much passion for wanting to make the Great Lakes region a place that we can call home. Absolutely. And it can be a place that is full of equality and support and i also have a vision for having this region really be injected with some self-confidence oh please we yes have an amazing um amount of resources and places and just phenomenal people and we tend to think like which coast are we going to run too fast right <laughs> right exactly you know? but wouldn't the it be great, great if lakes we coast. wanted to be here i was going to say the third yes, coast what well, yes. we call the third coast the third coast, coast. The, third yes. coast the great lakes uh-huh. so yeah i hope to stay here i'm, I'm a born michiganian and, yeah. and i'd love to stay in the great lakes region and i'd love to continue doing this work and moving the movement forward oh so. that'd be great wow and i love the staff Right. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, but gosh. that's the thing is you guys are losing staff, too. I mean, Greg well, we've had just changes. got promoted to he director did. of the National Youth. Acting. Uh, yeah. Yep. Oh, acting. Mm-hmm. Oh, see, I'm already yep. promoting acting people. executive director Ex- of NIAC. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, and again, it's the National Youth Advocacy, Advocacy Coalition. Coalition. Co- great. Exactly. Yeah. Which now. Yeah. OK. Now they had mentioned that Rhea um, was a part of that at one time. So yeah. as she's stepping up, that's where Greg's moving to. Or what happened that... 
Okay, no, so um, you both are looking Ray, at each other Ray like, what? Carey has been the executive director of NIAC in the past mm-hmm. and is, is still very associated with the organization and, and well-connected and supporting NIAC. So she was one-time. Okay, so mm-hmm. the, the latest person probably yes. moved on to other things. Yes, Got exactly. it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Ray's been with the task force at, for a while as, okay. as the uh, deputy director. So, yeah, so Greg Varnum has moved from Triangle right. to now a national organization. I miss and Greg. Yes, exactly. And mm-hmm. rumor has it if someone's partner doesn't get a teaching position that they might be moving out of state too and so mm-hmm. that's going to be amazing Lots of changes. i'm just like yeah. holy moly i mean the only familiar face that we'll have is you know kate running for president oh, i mean no. for there's an amazing staff i mean remember yes. we have 11 people which so is amazing i mean kevin and and miss pope and melissa pope and, and uh, georgia carpenter and shane coppett absolutely uh, kinds of great folks brett beckerson who's a u of m grad Exactly. Love you, Brad. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, there's just a lot of great things. I mean, I guess that's the thing is we look to a lot of, I think a lot of times the community looks to, you know, the strength of our statewide mm-hmm. organizations. Mm-hmm. And um, and even though we have th- three very strong organizations, I think the fact that you guys are working and at least mm-hmm. talking to each other, which I hear in many other states that they all don't, <laughs> you yeah, know, that it's, we're true. really lucky that at that's least you true. all are in yeah. friendly terms with each other. Oh, yeah. One really so. brilliant thing that has happened in the past year with all of the work that we've done for creating changes, I know even in my daily office work, when I think of a project, I automatically think, oh, what's Gabe doing with this? Oh, what's happening uh-huh. with, with um, <laughs> you know, uh-huh. affirmations here? What's going on with Ruth Ellis? And and I have a, a, a strong, confident hope that we'll be able to collaborate well together and really support one another uh, rather than some of the past behaviors that were more around territory Territorialism yes. and fear of other organizations and guarding resources and so forth. My first thought is, how can we do this better and smarter and together rather than separately? Yes. So I know that that also fits with a with a lot of organizations that um, are foundations and are really concerned that their money is being used in the best way possible too. So we've had just a, a great sequence of events in the past um, year to really um, solidify a deeper relationship between organizations. Okay. Wow. Great political advocacy work that's happening right now that is uh, collaborative work. And, and you know, when we talk about collaboration and with other organizations, um, sometimes there's fear of diving into this deep relationship together. Oh, yeah. And to continue that metaphor of a relationship, collaboration can be like good dating. Yes. Like it's fun to get together and hang That's out. That's right. <laughs> do some good things together. And Absolutely. Enjoy some things you like to do. And Spectrum Center wants to know if Triangle yeah. Foundation wants to go to a movie. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you want to go out for dinner, too? Okay. <laughs> okay. I'll treat Uh-oh. dinner and you treat movies. How's what that? that mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, but I think that that's. I mean, but I think that's also really important that um, um, because the, the, some of the the worries that I think people have sometimes, and I think a triangle and affirmations does get a lot of times, uh, and even mm-hmm. the Ruth Ellis mm-hmm. Center of where there's duplication of services. Right. And right. and and when we really, I mean, yes, there may be the similar things serving the similar communities. Mm-hmm. I don't see you guys doing the same work. I mean, Ruth Ellis Center is really kind of helping 
mm-hmm. like the homeless and mm-hmm. getting people hooked mm-hmm. up to healthcare and mm-hmm. affirmation is just trying to keep people, mm-hmm. you know, give them a safe Community place. Community center and yeah. safe space. And Triangle is doing victim advocacy work and political advocacy. And, and once we all really understand our own mission statement yes. and we don't fall into whether you call it mission creep or mission bleed yes. or I could think of a few others that I could make up right now, but right, I'll stop right. right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, it, it, once we really clearly say, this is my mission, that's great. What's your mission? Right. Great. This is how we can complement each other. Mm-hmm. Then things work so well. But when organizations in the past have tried to do everything and be everything, that's where it gets dangerous. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I think we've shifted away from that. And I think our movement is really seeing a broader horizon. Yes. And we're really able to think deeply, not only working with LGBT organizations, but how can we de- pro- do progressive um, collaborative work as well and really join in with the environmental movement, the choice movement. Um, Wait a minute. What, what do we have to do with environmental? Or gay people? Oh I gosh. like my Prada. I like my, you know, disposable stuff. I mean, why, what's the deal with the environment? Well, it's important to have allies. Oh, oh. And when we need something, it's important to be able to have people that are outspoken, outspoken advocates for us as well. Right. And um, we also have a lot of concerns that, that overlap with the choice movement, for example. Our base concerns are that we have choice over our bodies and what we do with our bodies. And that's systemic within the LGBT movement, if you really look at how we frame our issues and our concerns. And in the choice movement, that's very similar as well. We may not agree on every single thing, every single point in time, but when there are broader issues where we can be supportive of one another to reach out to our legislators or to do more movement building work, we can support each other. And we can be really cautious in um, election years not to duplicate efforts. And if we're going to send out one card to a a whole county about an issue or a legislative district, why not send a card out with multi-issues, you know, all on the same card and and pool resources. So we're currently doing that with American Votes and a few other organizations. Well, especially if there's a candidate that that it's an advantage to all of us. It is. You know, I think that then that really helps with Mm -hmm. the um, sharing the resources and not because a lot of times I, I find that our or at least just me. Dan Burns's agenda um, is uh, that Dan Burns's agenda sometimes um, has lacks a lack of resources, <laughs> and uh, you know, and so therefore, you know, that we can't fund all the the efforts that I want, and uh, right. and so I think it's really great that when we can be able to share resources or at least the, the little that we do have, so yeah. absolutely yeah, so valuable. Yeah, it was so good to see you guys today. Absolutely, yeah, thanks you. for stopping by. Yeah, gladly. Holy moly! So, Gabe, anything? Um, well, I've got to do some final prep for LabGrad tomorrow. Again, nice. it's 4.30 in the Michigan Union Pendleton Room. And then I'm going to go home and I'm going to... Um I'm going to pray to Jeebus that Jason Castro <laughs> <laughs> remains on Idol, American. Absolutely. But he can call you if he has any problems, he right? He can call me, page me. So um, <laughs> I really, and then and really I want to enjoy the day. I've been taking long, do- long dogs with the walk, long walks with the dog. Nice, nice. Very yeah. Nice. So, so, you know, yeah. just, just trying to chill. You know what I'm going to do tonight? I, I'm going to try and hope that I can finally answer the question that's been bugging me all semester. Uh-huh. I wonder if I'm going to find out tonight, who's that girl? <laughs> I am wondering. I've been wondering all this time, you know, this whole semester, oh. like, who is that girl? And you know what? Oh. I, I'm hoping tonight at the end of the semester, I'm going to figure that out. Well, you know, I, I think that if people stay tuned, they, can, they too can find out. Absolutely. Who's that girl? Absolutely. 
So Does please. the girl have curly hair? Uh, <laughs> and foxy purple shoes. Yeah. <laughs> so, so thanks for joining us, Jan. You've listened um, to our chat with Kate Runyon. Absolutely. Thank um, you, Kate, thank for coming so in. Gladly. Here. Peace out, Absolutely. everyone. That's right. Enjoy the day. And we'll see you all next week. Or not. Yes? And, and I'll be here. I mean, and hopefully you will. I, I hope you will Absolutely. too. Absolutely, and, and I'll um, be here. And you know, and anything that we said tonight isn't. <laughs> yeah, and you can actually get it all on the, on the podcast. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so thanks for listening to Closet Over Close every Wednesday night, six p.m. to seven p.m. on WCBN FM Ann Arbor eighty-eight point three. And you can contact us by calling seven three four seven six three thirty-five hundred or writing to five thirty SAB Ann Arbor, Michigan four eight one zero nine. Or don't forget our new email address WCBNClosets at gmail.com. And the views and opinions expressed are solely those of uh, uh, the speaker and are not the opinions of WCBN and their licensees, the Regents of the University of Michigan. For Dan Burns and. Engineer Hyatt. I'm Gabe Javier, and remember, be yourself because you don't get to be anyone else. Woohoo! Captain, I've never seen fog quite this thick before. I mate. And it'd be showing no signs of letting up. We best be getting a radio bearing and see where we are. Mr. Navigator! Triangulate a radio plot immediately. Yes, sir! I'll just uh, I'll turn this on. Let's see you. I over into your radio. Oh, where am I? Oh, yeah. You're listening to the fine sounds of WCBN FM in Ann Arbor. Oh, my God. Captain. Captain, what is it? Who do I think, Captain? What? Street. Oh, right, right, Captain, where's the fire? What's up? Ah, you know what I'm talking about. Look at man, the fog. Uh, I didn't know where I was. Sure, sure. Tell it to the lieutenant. I'm running a lot of you in. Okay, now get in the line there and we'll get you into the captain and we'll see you at the Hello, you're listening to WCBN oh, FM Ann Arbor. My name is Rachel, and this is my show, Who's That Girl?, the freeform show that highlights music made by women. It's uh, the last official Who's That Girl? show, which is so sad. Um, I'll, be, I'll be doing radio next week and probably be doing this show.